welcome back to Grid Iron Gamble, the only podcast that puts its money where its mouth is. I'm your host, Rich Ryan, and I'm joined by my fellow members of the collective, the disciple, Brett Colson, Donnie, D.P. Peters, and the resident moose himself, Mo Nuwara. After a 4-1 Week 12, we are 32 25 and 3 in the Las Vegas Super Contest. Good for 236, slowly climbing up the ladder. Not too long ago, we were uh, in the 500s, or at least close to it, and now we are creeping up to the cash. We are perfect, a perfect 4 0 heading into Monday Night Football. And I could not really articulate, maybe it was the post trip to fan haze that took over. But I could not articulate exactly why I was uncomfortable being on the Eagles. And then I realized I couldn't, I still couldn't put it into words. I still can't now. But Brett, you felt this way too. The moment that they were closing out Monday Night Countdown and they went to the field, and each one of those hosts selected the Eagles, (laughs) my stomach started churning. And I was like, there's no way, no way we're getting this covered. Yeah, just bet the opposite side those dolts pick every week. I knew as soon as I saw all those idiots pick the Eagles, we were screwed. (laughs) We were drawing. You could have turned the game off. I feel like they had to have some sort of meeting ahead of time to decide that because I don't feel like those idiots on TV would ever pick against the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers. I just think that's how... Someone with a clue came in and was like, guys, listen, I think it's the week. You got to finally switch off the Packers. I think yeah, that's pretty surprising to me, too. That was the thing, though. That that was the feeling that I... It was all shifting last week against the GOAT. And yeah, the Packers are not very good. They're still not good after winning on the road against Philadelphia. A Philadelphia team that was so banged up, particularly at receiver, when Jordan Matthews got hurt and they uh, healthy scratched Nelson Aguilar. Uh, Dorio Green Beckham's your number one. That's problematic. Trey Burton playing meaningful snaps in your two-minute drive. So still still doesn't make Green Bay something good. Something Yeah, something Trey. What's a Trey? No, what was that? I have no idea. That guy got a lot of targets. Mo, how many Running stars? plays what, for Bryce Treggs. What's a what's a, what's a Treggs? I don't even know who that human is. How many stars, Mo? Do we know? I don't know what a Treggs is either. <laughs> Never heard with, of it. He played with Jared Goff last year. <laughs> So he must have been uh, legendary. Week 13, we have a very interesting card this week. I'm I'm very excited to get to it. There's some bizarre things going on. Uh, but before we do, I have to mention our great sponsor, FantasySuperContest.com. I've got some fun stats later about one of the most popular members of the contest. So you'll have to wait for those. But I want to buzz through our individual stats real quick because things are really Really tight. One thing I'm excited about is last week we were 4-0 and in consensus picks, and we're already 1-0 this week thanks to Jarek McKinnon, his little scramble there after the catch and the cover on Thursday night for the Vikings. So in consensus games, we're up to 53.4% winners, which has helped our majority get up to 55.7%. So if three or more hosts are on a game through 12-plus weeks, we are picking at 55.7%. Nice job, gentlemen. In our individual top fives, uh, your boy uh, is now in the lead at 31, 25, and 4. Just a half-game lead over both Donnie and Mo, who are at a stalemate at 31, 26, and 3. And Brett, back above 500 at 30, 28, and 2. So everybody's at 52% or better uh, in their top five, which is great. Uh, and last week, nobody did worse than 8, 7, and 1, picking every game. And in fact, three hosts, Brett, Mo, and myself, all had double-digit wins. So the worms start to turn, guys. I'm, I'm feeling very optimistic about our chances. Somebody, somebody calm me down. Does does any does anybody want to pour cold water on me, or are you guys excited too? I'm feeling good. We we're going in a distinctly different direction than we were at this time last year. Yeah, I'm distinctly pumped. different. Yeah, week twelve was when it all ended last year. <laughs> we went one and four, and then subsequently dropped I think three more one and fours 
for the rest of the season. If this is the opposite of that, then maybe good things can happen to the collective. Mo, when Mo is positive, you know, all things are possible. Let's go. Let's go collective. Been liking the been liking the picks we've dropped the last few weeks. Yeah, and I don't know about this card though. This card. Yeah, I don't know about this one either. So this, this if we bank three and two, I'll be happy. This card is is very interesting. So let's get to it. As always, we start each week by examining our number one selections, and I'm going to let Donnie kick things off this week, and he's got a dog. Uh, Not laying any points. He's picking against a team that uh, just plastered another team, so taking advantage of some high stock. Donnie, where are you going with uh, your number one selection? I'm going to the Big Easy to pick against the New Orleans Saints. I got the Lions plus six on the road against New Orleans. I really don't understand this line. Maybe you guys can put some explanation into it for me. Um, if this game were flip-flopped, if it was in Detroit, it would be a pick I don't get it at all. Um, I think this line is a bit off uh, from where I capped it. I mean, sure, the Saints are at home, um, but I mean – Come on, this these teams are are very similar. You know, good offenses they they can score. You know, pretty bad defenses. Uh, I you know this I I think that a lot of it has to do with the Saints have been. You know, they had a one game high, and then they're just going to hang the line as high as possible here, um, and you know hope that people will take them, and, and they will. I mean, it does give me a tiny, tiny, tiny bit of pause uh, that the line opened at four, moved to six, and that also the public is favoring the Lions, but. Not enough for me to move it out of my uh, my top spot. And also, Mark Ingram hasn't practiced yet going into today on Friday. So, high tower yeah. better. High tower better. <laughs> I mean, no, that's not possible. But I, I just, I really like the Lions here. I do. I really like him here. Uh, the voice you heard there dissenting upon Mark Ingram is the only dissenter on the Lions. Uh, Brett has the Saints minus six in the middle of the pack. Mo has the Lions as his number two pick. I have the Lions just below my top half. So, Brett, tell us why. Jesus you're... Christ, Explain guys! Explain yourself. This Are you year such... on drugs? <laughs> tell I us. can't believe I can't believe this. What What's so crazy about it? Look, I had the Saints as touchdown favorites last week at home, and they were clearly the right side. They outgained the Rams by like outgained the Rams by three hundred yards. The Rams. So, are the Lions real? Like analytics hate. Detroit, their 25th overall team efficiency, according to Football Outsiders, 23rd according to Number Fire. Their average margin of victory is four, and that includes an OT win uh, against the Vikings by six. They're winning games by the skin of their teeth. The Lions are one point better than the Rams. I agree that Detroit is not as good as their 7-4 and four record, but I think that's reflected in this in this line, isn't it? I thought you were all about wins. Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were talking about wins last night. Mo doesn't think wins matter. Talking about the Cowboys, even though they've won eleven in a row. Yeah, Mo. Mo was it's on a little, little ma- different here. Mo was on massive tilt last night, holding a Vikes plus four ticket. Got the extra value. Whenever Mo gets the extra value, he feels like the entire world is against him. So we had to endure him besmirching everything Dallas, and then he quieted off a little bit. Once what did the Vikings... you kidnap to get Vikes plus four? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, and once the Vikes, what'd you do? Yeah, he he was the one that poked Zimmer in the eye <laughs> in order to get that four. Seriously? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I only saw four for a little bit, but I pounced on it. I think I just got lucky. Mo, do you have anything to add on this game, or did you just want to uh, get in there and make fun of Brett? Um, no, I see both sides of this. Honestly, I don't love this as my number two pick. My my number one pick was in a tier by itself. How can you uh, see both sides of it and you have it at number two? <laughs> I this is how so, so great. With this game. I mean, hey, you, I'm confident over here with my number one. Mo's the one wavering. I mean, if you looked I, at, if you I looked personally at, don't. If you looked I at mean, Mo's card, you would understand. Like, I'm pretty sure he put thought into his top three picks, and the rest he just flipped coins for. It's the most I, bizarre. I card. like the Lions here, but yeah, I mean, what you pointed out, and what Donnie pointed out too. I mean that. The public being slightly on Detroit and the line moving two points makes me uh, quite worried here. I think it looks like Illum might be on the Saints, but uh, I don't I don't understand how the Saints 
can be this much better. I, I don't think they are. I mean, I are the Saints even come back to reality? Wow. Again, I don't. I certainly don't think the Lions are as good as their seven and four record indicates. But six points is is a lot. And I isn't this a backdoor cover waiting to happen in a shootout? Yes. I I believe so. Also, Detroit coming off the, those extra three days rest that has to factor into it a little bit. And and Donnie brought up the point. Uh, the bookmakers really think that the Rams are only one point better than. And they're just going to hang the Saints line higher because they just put up 49 last week. And right. their Saints are always a public team. And, you know, the books are just waiting for them to turn around after two losses. They finally did. They put up 50. Well, I think they made a mistake. Like, I think they made a mistake. They didn't hang it high enough, right? That's how. That's why we saw it go from four and a half to six. They should have just opened at six. But, unfortunately, they sold a bunch of four and a half tickets. When, I think it's going to come back down a little bit before before game time on Sunday. We shall see. Uh, we'll move over to Brett, since he was the lone wolf here and the most vocal. And line movement has been very positive for his number one pick. Tell us which home team you have at a pick em, but they're now favorites. Yeah, I've got Cincy as a pick against the Eagles at home. I capped this at Bengals minus two. So I was thrilled to see the Super Contest line at a pick em. And then I saw Pinnacle also has this at Cincy minus two. So... It looks like we're getting free points here with a home team. The Eagles have been horrendous on the road. And now they have to travel to Cincy on a short week. Carson Wentz skidding backward. Looks like the quarterback we all expected him to be this year. This, to me, is a Bengals win with defense and just let Jeremy Hill win straight game. This is going to be ugly, but I think Cincy gets a pretty easy win here against an Eagles team that, man, they really let us down and looked like shit last week. Eagles stock certainly low after that Monday night performance, but the Bengals stock is probably frozen right now because so yeah. many people have been dumping dumping it off that the market had hold up where no one's allowed to trade Bengals stock anymore because it's just getting fire sailed left and right. I, too, I love this game. I have the Bengals in my top five as well. Donnie has the Bengals, but in his lower tier. And Mo. No way. One of... Ready for it? A record tying six lone, six? lone wolves. Wow. Not only does he have the Eagles, but he has them in his top five. <laughs> Mo, you were drunk last night. Admit it. You have to admit it. WTF? What's going on here? Man. All right. <laughs> this was a tough one for me. I'll be honest. <laughs> I want. I want to love the Eagles so much this week. Why? Because this Cincy offense is an absolute joke. I mean, they've got absolutely nothing now. They have Jeremy Hill. That's the Brett said it. They're going to be relying on Jeremy Hill running straight. That guy's just going to be plunging into the line. There's no way they can throw the ball at all on this Eagles secondary. I just don't see how this team can move the ball on anybody, much less one of the best defenses in the league. I don't know what that was Monday night. I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is good again. I'm so confused by that game. Um, but I, I can't see how this line makes any sense. I, I kept this at Eagles minus two. So what? I'm just blown away by this line. I'm so confused what? by it. So what about the movement? What do you think about the movement then? I'm scared. <laughs> so I don't know what else to put up there. So I don't like any of these other games. Man, that I told was, you, I only want my top pick to count this week. You have a very confusing card. That was chief among the confusing picks. Some of the other ones I can understand, just knowing you and how you think about the game, why you would select that side. But this, that Eagles pick was, I, I thought someone kidnapped you and just did your card for you. It was bizarre. Yeah, I'm befuddled by this. I don't get it. I don't. Uh, and we'll keep it to you since you are very you you just want your number one pick to count. I'll I'll let you tell us. Tell me what pick you've got all the marbles on this Sunday, Mo. Fading Donnie's Patriots. Loving the Rams this week. Um this is the only game I really, really like. I think, you know, the Rams defense is gonna man, they got absolutely brutalized last week. Uh they'll bounce back here, play a lot better. Uh 
line is already moving down. It's already down a half point to 13 on Pinnacle. It'll keep moving down. This line is going to close at like 10, just like the 49ers line did uh, against the Patriots. Was that two weeks ago? Three yes. weeks ago? Yeah, two weeks ago. This Patriots team, just not scary at all without Gronk. Not scary at all. I don't believe in these guys. Uh, I think that the Rams defense, I know they got murdered last week, but I think they'll give Brady fits here. Uh, he struggled against a real defensive line as opposed to the 49ers uh, when he faced the Jets. I think the Rams can put even more pressure than the Jets did on him. And uh, I just, I'm nothing about this New England team scares me right now without Gronk. I mean, he just opens up so much for this offense. And uh, Jared Groff, uh, has looked pretty reasonable. Uh, he didn't really put up any numbers the first week, but he definitely uh, looked fairly decent to my eyes when I watched him. Like he has decent pocket presence. Um, and then last week, obviously, he actually did put up some numbers against a pretty mediocre to poor Saints defense. And this Patriots defense, not much better at all i mean especially against the pass they are not better they're just right in that same tier with new orleans so i think uh i think the rams keep this one a lot closer than the line brett i think also, this line should be 10 brett also has the rams in his top five donnie has the rams as his very last pick <laughs> i've got the pats as my very last pick i want nothing to do with jared goff in 30-degree temperature at Gillette Stadium. Absolutely nothing to do with it. I want everything to do with Jared Goff in, I, in daily fantasy sports. I, I think this is... The Pats defense sucks. Doesn't matter. This is the ultimate run straight game. I think the Pats could have 40 minutes of possession in this game. 40-plus minutes, and they just run straight, and they're fine. I was with you until the Gronk news. That is huge. If he's not playing, then and Martellus Bennett is he playing? Like, it's definitely it worries me. Like, how are the Pats going to score thirty plus points in this game without Bennett? Will play. Guys? The Gronk news doesn't worry me at all for oh, this stop. season. It doesn't change my opinion on what this team was going to do or not do this you're, season you're at all. I think they're they're the same team on offense. I I think that I have way way team. way more concerns uh, about how the team. Pats are going to handle things or fix things or stop other teams on defense than I would ever would about them losing Gronk and suffering a deficiency the, on their offense the same team have you ever looked at splits with and without Gronk this offense is horrific without Gronk I stand by what I just said he's the biggest game changer in the NFL he's the best as far as I'm concerned he's the best tight end ever sorry Tony Gonzalez and Mo, but he can't yep. take the best tight end ever off the field and not be worse. Uh, it's just nuts. Someone tried to tell me Jordan Reed was the best tight end, though. Wait, that happened? Yeah, I'll show you later. <laughs> Even more broken than Gronk. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't want anything to do with this game. I don't trust Jared Goff in backdoor mode. And I also, I got this vibe last week. It makes sense that the Saints wanted to stomp Greg Williams like that. But I, I, I think in the elite coaching circles, I don't think anybody likes... Jeff Fisher. So I think embarrassing him and his staff as much as possible is, is a thing. And the I mean, thing, I, yeah, go keep going. And the, the Patriots have been in situations where they could cover the last two weeks, but they kneeled at the one yard line. I don't think they would kneel at the one yard line against Jeff Fisher. I think they're plunging no. in with, with, with LeGarrette Blount and getting on the team bus with a cover. I had I had this game higher actually. Uh, it's my one pointer, but I'm just worried the way Jeff Fisher. You know, Rich, you brought up Jeff Fisher. I, the the way he coaches games. I mean, you you don't go into New England, you know, punting on short fourth downs, stuff like that, kicking field goals. You have to go in trying to win the game, and I think that that could possibly open up the Patriots to winning by more uh, than they should. I mean, thirteen and a half is a lot to cover. Um, and, you know, I like getting the points here, but I just don't think that Jeff Fisher has it in his DNA to actually play an aggressive game and try and win. He's just the guy is absolutely pathetic. I will close things out with my number one pick. The overnight line movement, a bit troubling to me. But how in the world, how in the galaxy, how in the universe? I don't even know if I went in the right order there. I don't care. How are the Niners road favorites? 
How are the Niners getting less than a field goal on the road against any professional football team? Especially a team that has GOAT Matt Barkley behind center. Give me the Bears minus one. This is a joke line. This is the dumbest line I've ever seen. It's an embarrassment. It. It's an absolute embarrassment that they, they hung this line. The Niners stink. Get the hell out of here. Less You're right. This line is a joke because it moved in the right way overnight. Less than a field goal. What a ju- what an absolute disaster of a line. Doesn't make it, any sense to me. This line makes no sense to me either. <clears throat> I mean, at all. If my it, top my top four were the ones that I was telling you guys in the Skype chat that made absolutely no sense to me. This is is one of them. If Jay Cutler's playing quarterback, what's the line in this game? Bears minus six. Bears minus five. How do you not just hang the three here and call it a day? Yeah, just hang the three and be done with it. Mo, Bears, Jay Cutler was in. This would be three and a half. It would certainly be north of a field goal. This this is a stupid line. I'm all in on it. It's uh, This is pretty much free money. I, and I'm the biggest Cap supporter here. I love Cap. I think Cap is like a top 10 talent at the position. But get the hell out of here with that horrible Niners team being less than field goal dogs against any professional football team on the road. It's as it, not, as it stands okay. right now, the 49ers would be minus seven at home, which is yeah. absolutely atrocious. Yeah, what makes, is that? Makes sense. Makes sense. Niners touchdown favorites against professional football team. Uh, uh, as you can probably hear, Brett is the only one on the Niners. Uh, Donnie also. You, call, you called the Bears an actual football team. Yes. They, would, they should have won team. the game last week against the Titans, who are way better than the 49ers, but no one can catch the damn ball. Yeah. Dimes in. Oh, well, that's dimes, part of football is catching the ball. They dimes, have no receivers. Dimes. Yeah, in, but those that stuff is like, that, that stuff is an aberration. It's not going to happen a lot of times. You know, people are just going to be dropping touchdown passes left and right. Yeah. Those were catches that replacement level receivers should make. I mean, literally into their just. Fired into their guts. Yeah, I they mean, didn't. Embarrassing. Is this? I mean, and the yeah, as Donnie said, the Titans are supposed to be good, and the Bears should have won outright. I mean, if should've you're going to be relying on the wide receivers to drop that many touchdown passes, that's the same thing as going into games or relying on you know two pick sixes to happen. Right. It's just not not going to happen. Right? Not sustainable. This is uh, uh, kids. I've never been more confident in a bad team. I love bad teams. I've never been more confident than Matt Barkley going out and shredding the Niners on Sunday. Team's not good. Brett, I still haven't heard a good argument on the other side. Uh, how about the 49ers have actually looked like a football team over the last month? They covered for us last week, had a chance to win in Miami. Week before that, competitive against New England for, for three quarters. Week before that, they lost by a field goal as time expired against Arizona. This team's better than their record indicates they're going to win this week. The Bears are wretched. I've never heard of half the players on this defense. They got guys playing at linebacker this week, starting Nick Quietkowski, John Timu, <laughs> and Sam Acho. Who the fuck are these guys? Oh, Sam they're all Acho. Grading, Sam they're all o- grading below 55 on pro football focus, and they have to contain Kaepernick? Sam Acho. Good fucking luck. Sam Acho's a legend. Legend of the game. Okay. I've never heard Brett so yeah, mad. This is Sam so Acho. great. What are you guys doing here with this game? And now Pinnacle's got... The Niners minus one. Good job. Zero, Good job, zero not. Yeah, a, I'm confused by this. Zero not. Well. A, zero uh, not. A, zero not a key number. I'm, yeah, it's of course it's a key number. I'm not faced. It's win or lose. I'm not faced by zero. Yeah, anything between two and minus two, I just whatever. Most theory of uh, zero being the most important number over here. The other one we. All the other line, the contest line, we need the Bears to win a football game. Yeah, that's fine. Which makes me a little uneasy, but yeah. I don't understand how the 49ers can be road favorites either. This re- this reminds me of when the Bears were road favorites against Tampa Bay, and uh, we saw how that turned out. How are these awful teams road favorites? They can't be road favorites. Yeah, it's... Because the Bears, this is not a real football team. Look who they have on the roster right now. They Matt Barkley, a third-string quarterback. Barkley played, who played well he last throwing week. throwing dimes last week. He played fine, and it's not like the 49ers are, you know, they're bringing in the, the, the steel curtain over there. What, what do they got on defense? They've actually been pretty good on defense lately. Yeah, Niners. They've been stopping the run lately. Niners, and- re- Niners remain 29th in defense DVOA. And, uh, yeah, they covered 7.5 against the Dolphins because they that won. because that line was a joke. Yeah, they, beat the, they, they kept it close with the Cardinals because that team stinks. 
and they played three quarters well against the Pats, and again, we're one yard away from not covering. So, I don't know. The The Niners are bad. They're equally bad as the Bears, and anything... Equally w- bad? Then why... No, I just... No. Equally they're, bad. You hang the three, e- equally, and you call it a day. E- Neutral field, pick them. It's in San Francisco, minus three. Cool. Whatever. See you later. Equally bad is actually hang kind. Three. Is actually kind to the Niners, I think. Because the Niners are a special type of bad. The, the Bears have had they did besieged by injuries. Yeah, and they almost beat the yeah, Titans. Yeah, they're hurting. They almost beat the Titans despite that. Almost. They played great. Almost covered. <laughs> they covered some spots. Yeah, they covered in my Covered my for bag. me. Yep. So, so those are the number one picks. I've got the Bears... Donnie's got the Lions, Brett's got the Bengals, and Mo has the Rams. No consensus picks among those top picks. Have you guys checked out FantasySuperContest.com? They've done a great job of making profiles for some of your favorite people, including Bill Simmons, the GOAT himself, Mo's favorite sports voice, Bill Simmons. Simmons is on fire, you guys. 4-1, 4-1, and 5-0. and in the last three weeks, year of the donk indeed. Uh, still under 500 though, at 29, 30, and one. More surprising than that, he has not selected his favorite New England Patriots once this season. The team he's been on, just like you, donks, six times on the Raiders, and he's five and one when selecting them. If you want to get these great stats, if you want to search for your favorite football voice, head over to FantasySuperContest.com. That's FantasySuperContest.com. Now let's get to some record-tying Lone Wolves. All right, Mo, I don't even know how you want to do this. We, uh, we got to one of them. But we'll start with the other Lone Wolf in your top five. I just briefly mentioned them there. It's the Oakland Raiders. You are laying the three points with the Raiders against the Bills. Tell us why we should be starting the car. This is another line. How does it make any sense? I mean, I understand somewhat where they're coming from as far as like maybe the Raiders shouldn't be that big of a favorite past the three. Uh, just because of the way this matchup is laid out. Um, Raiders defense not good. Although Brett and I are still waiting for the week. Uh, it looked like last week was going to be the week. They actually looked pretty good for a while. Had scam, your boy, completely bottled up. And then uh, the floodgates kind of opened a little bit there. Burst open. <laughs> Um, yeah. Anyways, they're not going to be able to stop LaShawn McCoy. I don't, I mean, man, this Bill's running game is really good. And, but still the Raiders are at home here. They're better than the Bills who are traveling cross country. They have to be at least minus three and a half. Are they, are they better? I don't know if they are better. Are they better than the Bills? They have to be better. Suck at home. Are they better better than the Bills? Look, the Bills are healthier than they've been in a long time also. Yeah, they got that. They got a, a top 10 receiver back in the lineup. Limited in practice yesterday, but I think is expected to go. Offense... A little bit worse I, than Oakland's? A little yeah, bit worse? I hate laying points with bad defenses because the backdoor covers are going to happen a lot in those spots. But I still think flying cross-country, uh, they are, I still think, better than the Bills. I capped this at minus four. I think it's got to be at least minus three and a half. So, you know, the donk public keeps covering with the Raiders every single week. And they keep hanging lines that are too short. And I don't know. I guess I think this is another line that's too short. Um, wake me up when the Raiders stop covering every week. 70 I'll go with Donnie. Uh, Donnie's New England rule. 76% of the donks are with Mo on the Raiders. Brett has the Bills as his very last pick, which I want to ask him about. Donnie's got the Bills right in the middle of the pack. And I've got the Bills just 
outside my top five. Brett, why are you so low on the Bills? Do you are you like suppressing your homerism here? I don't get. Yeah, it. I just no. I just I think this line's fair. I just don't want to touch it. I think it's a great spot. Two tough games in a row for the Raiders. Defense just not very good. I, I don't know. They're they're due to lay an egg, and the Bills might just be a little bit better. I think the health of Watkins is is big here, though. Like if Watkins doesn't go, I'm off this game completely. Uh, if Watkins is a go, I like Buffalo. Your four I other. I mean, he's gonna play, but last week he he didn't even play half the snaps. Yeah, but when he was on the field, he was effective. Like <laughs> you know, catching bombs. He's a game changer. Yeah, absolutely. But he's one of those players that you need on the field because he's gonna affect things he's like a three-point shooter in the nba he's gonna affect things even if he's not actually doing something because you have to respect him yeah stretching the defense totally that totally makes sense your other lone wolves four others you've got one 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 more right outside your top five and it's a team that i think is stealing your heart a little bit it's the bucks plus three and a half against san diego why, why are you so high on Tampa Bay in the spot? Stock. This is a classic stock high, sell your stock situation for me. Yeah, I mean the Chargers are uh, their value is up as well um, after. What? Nobody watched Chargers Texans. What do you mean? I'm sure swears Nobody. we're all over the Chargers in that spot. Nobody watched Chargers Texans. No, uh, they they, they saw they saw a cutaway to that Dontrell Inman touchdown. And that's the only footage that they saw of that game. Like, that game might as well have not happened. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. You're right. Uh, I am really into this Bucks team right now, man. These guys are playing some really good football, covering for us weekly. Stole your heart. Uh, You're swooning with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I love these guys right now. But there is a, a, a very major injury concern here. Um, this defense has been the key to this resurgence. They're playing much, much better than they were earlier in the year. Uh, we watched them get absolutely demolished by the Panthers in that one primetime game. Uh, but, and, uh, the, the Falcons, man, they did real bad things to them, but these guys are playing, um, but he has not practiced this week. He said he's Chris, playing. They said he's playing. Chris Conti hasn't practiced either. So two starters, one of them the best player and the key to their defense, not practicing. Even if he play, practices, I'm a little worried. At, or even if he plays, I'm a little worried he won't be his normal effective self at this point. I wanted to love the Bucks more. If, if McCoy was playing, they would have easily, easily been in my top five. He is playing. They, he vowed that he's playing. They're just being cautious with him. So, well, I like the Bucks more if he's 100%. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. But it what does worry me that this is 15%. Like, yeah, How much do you like if he's 100 What if he's 110? Yeah, 110. We need, we need all the levels. Got to give 110. All the way up to 200%. Well, if he's 110, they're right behind the Rams. <laughs> Brett, uh, Brett? Yeah, it worries me, though, coming cross-country here, and it seems like... They're gonna the get, line. I mean, it seems like they want you to take the Bucks. Yeah, they're gonna get. But, they're gonna, the Bucks are gonna get demolished. Brett and Donnie have them in their lower tier. I got the Chargers in my top five, right at the right at the bottom, number five, sixty-one percent public dog. Just beat Seattle. Uh, everyone thinks Seattle is bad now because they had one tough week where everybody on this podcast knew it was a trap game, knew they had a good chance of losing, and now everybody wants to anoint the Bucks as a potential playoff contender, and they might be. But now they're going to travel across the coast, riding high, and they're going to get their faces caved in because that's how pro football works. Yeah, it's a new week. <laughs> so, Sell all of your stock in Tampa right now. Yeah, I love the Chargers. It's a good spot. And that line, three and a half, just like, just like you said, Mo, they're begging you to take the hook. Take the hook. Feels like a free half point. And when, False hook. And right when you leave the store, somebody with a baseball bat is going to shatter both your knees. Uh, three more lone wolves. Uh, I'll, I'll give you all three, and I'll let you stand up on the table for for one of them if you want. 
or if anybody is, has any takes any exception well, with any of them. Okay, there's only one other one I even really wanted to talk about. Okay. Because these other two are in my my coin flip tier. Okay, his coin flip tier is Broncos minus four at Jacksonville, which I know Donnie's going to take exception with, looking at his rankings. Yeah, that's in coin flip tier. And, and, well, the Panthers. and Panthers. I actually wanted to love the Panthers, but man, the line moved through through seven, yeah, all yeah. the way through seven from six and a half yeah, to seven. Yeah, what so. are you doing there? What, what are you doing with the Panthers? No Keekly. I don't know. I, no I, I want to love the Panthers there. Through two key numbers. No Keekly. I don't understand. Yeah. You're it's a, in Seattle. You're a strange bird, man. Man, I'm confused by that line, though. I mean, I don't know. Hawks are just I, light I years be better. Totally wrong. Light years better than Carolina. The one I actually think that I could see myself betting, but I'm not 100% sure. I mean, I'm going to see, is this Packers line? I, I don't know what universe the Packers, I guess, okay, I know what universe the Packers are minus six and a half at home here. And it's the universe where Aaron Rodgers isn't the best anymore. And that was the universe we were living in for two years. And then Monday night, Aaron Rodgers came out and looked like 2014 Aaron Rodgers throwing strikes all over the field. Uh, just clowning opposing defense that was throttling, throttling passing games. I mean, the Eagles, they absolutely crushed a Falcons passing game that nobody could stop. Even Denver couldn't stop them. And the Eagles absolutely crushed them. And then they just get absolutely, man, They Rodgers made these guys look like clowns. If if Rodgers is back, this line should be seven and a half. That's what I think. Uh, if last week was just a blip, I don't know. I guess this line makes sense. Houston is so bad. Brock Osweiler, as bad as they come, at home, just completely wrecked by the Chargers. I mean, the Chargers are solid, but man, this every week this team just stinks. I can't I can't take Houston really at all unless I'm just getting. Uh, a number I absolutely love. So I mean, somebody, somebody, tell me why anybody could take Houston here. Texas Who are defense? you, and what did you do with yeah, Mo? Yeah, Texas defense is actually pretty good. That's, that's I like their secondary. Yeah, great. And secondary. I like Clown. PFF has Boye as the number three ranked cornerback. So there's one side of the field that's going to be difficult to get open. We all know Jonathan Joseph. While he's getting older, still a solid player. Demps is great back there. We love Clowney. We love Merciless. Like It's going to be really hard for the Packers to get to you know, 24-plus in this game. And as long as it's a bit low scoring, even Brock Osweiler himself can probably muster a backdoor cover against that Green Bay secondary. I mean, uh, when... Well, if they get to 24, they're covering. Really? Because Brock Osweiler never scoring more than 17. This guy is a joke. I don't know. I don't know. I, the Packers... I mean, it just took one good game from the Packers for Mo to just be right. all over him. Right. What, is ha- what is happening in the okay, world? Okay, see, that's the thing. I don't want to go off a sample size of one here, but this is also the Aaron Rodgers I expect every week. Yeah, but Aaron Rodgers played Jim Schwartz last week as a defensive coordinator, which he kills on a regular basis, okay? Because he used to be with the, the Lions. They used to play them all the time, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's one game, Mo. Come on. It's like the book was just waiting to be able to hang the Packers higher than they should have, and that's, then they got it on national TV on Monday night, and now they're going to hang it higher than it should be. That's an interesting take. I never even thought about the Schwartz thing. He did used to face yeah. that twice a year. You like that? Twice a year for three years. Yeah. So he knows what he gets with him every time, right? Interesting. Familiarity the means, means a yeah, lot. Where now. was that take last week saving us from 4-1? and one? We could have been 5-0 and oh if, you did, if you had that take. Well, because that take came post-Monday night. <laughs> When I was looking back at the game, I was like, oh, yeah, this asshole <laughs> was over there. Uh, Donnie, do you want to chime in on uh, Mo's Broncos pick as well? Because <laughs> you have Mo, J- can you tell me who's playing quarterback for the Broncos this week? Because <laughs> you have the Jags at uh, number two. Who cares? What do you mean, who as cares? As somebody that can – they need 17 points to cover this line. Oh, my God. <laughs> what Are you insane? I mean, you might be right. Yeah, Dude, Blake Bortles is throwing at least one pick six. He already throws pick his weekly six. pick six. Now he's playing against goat corners. I mean, 
he's throwing at least one. Two the is actual, not out of the realm of possibility. The actual goat corners, they are number one and yeah, number two. They are number one and number two, <laughs> according to PFF, which is absurd that they play opposite one another. No letdown from a hard-fought overtime, almost entire overtime on Sunday night, Mo? No hangover here for the Broncos? It's Bortles against this secondary. <laughs> and they might not even have Chris Ivory. If they don't have Chris Ivory, this team is drawing dead. TJ Because the only goat. way you can attack these guys is to run right at them. I hope Paxton Lynch is in this game just to make you eat it. God, he the, he's bad. All right, we, Tell him about Paxton, Brett. Tell we are, him about Paxton. We already talked he's, to... We, he's, he's a project. He's, he's not like, there. He, he might get there, yet. but he's not there yet. Yeah, he's and, not and, and, yet. As, Listen, Jacksonville is not a hostile environment, but I just don't trust a rookie quarterback who doesn't look anywhere near ready to just go on the road and start winning games as a four-point favor on the road. It's just not, not going to happen. Paxton, the Buccaneers logo, Lynch. We already talked about Brett's two lone wolves. We talked about my sole lone wolf. And Donnie's got one lone wolf as well in his bottom tier in coin this flip. This is a weird week if I only have one and Mo has six. In coin flip territory. It's a dog as well. It's the Chiefs plus four at Atlanta. Again, not seeing the hangover here, DP? No, I think the I, I just I want the points here. You know, I, I think that this, you know, last week what was it? Falcons minus four against the the Cardinals. I think the Chiefs are better than the Cardinals. I've I'm just totally off the Cardinals bandwagon. So this line shouldn't be the same as last week's Atlanta. Um, it like you know, like you said, it's it's my second to lowest pick. So I'm not super high on it. Uh, since the bye week uh, in week four, I think uh, the Chiefs are six and one, uh, and they've only lost. And uh, you know, the game that they lost was against the. Bucks and they lost by two points. Um, you know, in that stretch, they've gone to Oakland and won. Oakland's a, a pretty good team, similar to the Falcons in a lot of sense. You know, high-powered offense, not that good on defense. Uh, they also went into Denver and Carolina and scored victories there too. So, you know, not that I'm saying they're going to necessarily win this game, but I like them to keep it much closer than expected. Uh, give me the points here all day. You're right that both the Chiefs and the Fal- uh, Cardinals should not have been four. Cardinals should have been plus seven last week. They got absolutely throttled by the Falcons. Uh, I really like the Falcons in this spot coming off again. I-, I I think fading both the Chiefs and the Broncos this week is wise. That was a very long, very tough game. Guys are getting crushed on every single play, and they both have to travel uh, to the East Coast to play their games this week. I've got the Falcons as my number three pick this week. Brett has the Falcons right outside his top five, and Mo has the Falcons in the middle of the pack. A lot of injuries on that Chiefs defensive line. Yeah. A lot of injuries. Yeah. No Dontari Poe. Um, Houston's no always like 50%. Houston's yeah. always a coin flip to play. Yeah, man, that was a hard-hitting game, man. Whew. I, I, People were getting popped. Yeah, I mean, both both sides after that game. And they played for an extra quarter. They hit each other for an extra quarter. All the way down to two seconds left. So I'm I'm okay fading both of those sides this week. I I'm think. really surprised by this DP pick. Uh, he's Mr. Falcons. And they're at home? I yeah, but they're, they're, they're riding high, especially after last week, man. Come the on. The Chiefs couldn't be riding higher. They were... They were no, I think the Chiefs aren't riding as high in the public eye because I don't think the Chiefs view like close games uh, that much. And I, and and if you want to talk about the the ratings of the the Denver Kansas City game, it was down like twenty seven points from last that last week Sunday night game after Thursday night NFL football, which tells me that less of the public is actually paying attention to them. Sure, they they may they may have not seen the comeback. That's very fair, but maybe in a half point here too. Yeah, Whoa. the line has moved down to three and a half, uh, or four and a half, excuse me, has moved up to four and a half. And I-, I could see this closing pretty high. Right when squares are deciding to bet, like they just basically got s- whatever teaser, whatever anything they bet on the Falcons last week, it came through. Um, the Falcons are a bet on team. And to see a bet on team not have a line at home larger than four or five, I don't know. I think uh, I think we're getting some value here. I think we're going to see if the Falcons can win a grinded out game, and I'm not so sure that they can. I don't think they need to win a grounded, grinded out game. The the Kansas City secondary is pretty suspect. I mean, Philip Gaines, that guy is horrendous. And Marcus Peters, I'll say it over and over again, the comp that I have for him is D'Angelo Hall. He, he has spectacular plays, but he gambles far too much. 
And you don't really want to gamble against this Falcon secondary uh, receiving core because that's when you get burned. That's when yeah. they go over the top for a 70-yarder. Yeah, Julio, over under 200 yards for Julio. Yeah, I mean. It's, it's yeah. Especially after last week when uh, he was blanketed by Pat P and they were spreading the ball out elsewhere. This is definitely a, a Julio week for sure. Uh, before we get to the card, I want to give a shout out to a t-shirt winner, Mr. At Justin underscore Denim. He retweeted us on Twitter. We'll be doing a couple of these for a Gridiron Gamble t-shirt. So uh, congratulations, Justin. We will be shipping you a t-shirt. We'll DM you for your details and address. He also has five tickets in the contest, so he might be winning a bigger prize down the road. If you guys want to get your tickets, send in your picks against the Super Contest line, one per week, to either at Gridiron Gamble on Twitter or Gridiron Gamble Podcast at gmail.com. Congratulations, Justin. All right. Let's get into the picks. The first game is a consensus pick that we have not discussed yet. We haven't discussed any of our consensus picks. Here we go. This makes me feel icky. We get the J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Love it. Monday night at Loom plus the two. Against the Indianapolis Colts, this was in Donnie's top five, Brett's top five, right outside mine, and Mo, in your lower tier, give me your reservations about the powder keg himself. This definitely makes me feel ill. I don't feel great about this, but I don't feel great about anything this week outside of the Rams. I feel okay about this. I definitely feel like Illum is on our side here. I, this line makes no Where's sense. Where's the music? Where's the music? <laughs> Play the music. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. I worry a lot about this Jets secondary. Andrew Luck probably gonna shred these guys. Just need to come out and hit Andrew Luck. Hit Andrew Luck. Get him back in concussion protocol. <laughs> and get something Tolzine out there. So it was really the, the well, thing is, is the Colts run an offense that gets Andrew Luck hit. Right. They they run those deep dropbacks and the Jets for three quarters played really well because they were getting pressure on Brady. And then if you watch the final drive, I was beside myself. The last two drives for the Patriots, the Jets played a what looked like a three two six and dropped eight in zone. And it's like, yeah, of course Tom Brady is just gonna pick apart a fucking eight-man zone and walk down the field. So as long as they keep trying to get pressure, I mean, Maldine played great. Uh, Wilkerson, Leonard, Richardson, we know we're going to get out of those guys, but Maldine played awesome. And when they put pressure on the quarterback, they were fine. But then they just dropped into the soft-ass zone and and melted the game away. So I'm I'm intrigued at the improvements post-buy by the Jets' defense. And the Colts' defense is horrendous. So... The worst in the NFL. Yes. The absolute worst. According Colts to, minus eight at home, guys? Yeah, that's a joke as well. That's that's insanity. This makes me queasy, but man. It does. I capped the Jets as favorites here, so. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, Let's go Jets. Yeah, and it's already down to plus one and a half, despite the entire world, 61% being on Indy. So it's the right side, but it's uh, very queasy. So we got the Monday night hammer in there. Why don't we stick another night game in there? We're going to the Upper Northwest and laying the six and a half with the Seattle Seahawks. This was my number two pick. This was right in the middle of the pack for Donnie. And Brett had this in his top five as well. Mo, the only dissenter. Somehow. No Keekly. Uh, I don't understand how the Panthers... I, I mean, I can see them maybe scoring a little bit here. Yeah, that's what I that's what I think. I think this is going to be kind of a high scoring game. And but Bennett back, e- yeah, et back. I, I like. I mean, a lot They're going depends. to murder the Panthers. Yeah, I a think- lot depends here for me on the on the health of this defense. But it looks like they're going to be all right because, I mean, these guys are practicing. So Sour- maybe last week was just like a blip. They were banged up, and like they just needed that week. 
sour taste of the Bucks loss, sour taste of the playoff loss. This has Raven Pillage written all over it for me, for the Hawks. I, I, I don't like this personally, but I'm ready to just say I'm probably wrong because this is at seven and a half. Yeah. So I can get behind this pick even though I'm on the other side. Yeah, that's the ultimate. Went to seven and then two, seven and a half. Three people on one side. Yeah. Good for us. <laughs> well, it wasn't good on Monday night. The Lone Wolf came through. Yeah, but we play the percentages. Let's go. Our next pick is another consensus pick we have not discussed. This one, I, I don't know what to think about this one. This pick is very on brand, at least, because we do a lot of railing against the Miami Dolphins. So I think it makes sense for us to be laying the three with the Ravens in this spot. Uh, you hear that, Dolphins? F you. All of you. <laughs> Your team sucks, okay? Mo and I had... Collective real- <laughs> is on the Ravens. Mo and I really had no interest in this game, but we had to pick a side, so we stuck it at the bottom. Uh, Donnie and Brett, sell us. You both have the Ravens in your top five. Uh, Donnie, what's going on? Why are we so confident in Baltimore? Listen, the only reason this wasn't much higher is because I don't think the the Ravens are exactly the best team out there, but they're, they they seem to be getting better and better every week, which if you're looking for a shot at somebody to make a deep playoff run, possibly go to the Super Bowl, come out of the AFC, that's something that I like to look at, uh, teams that are getting better throughout the year as opposed to worse. Dolphins, I think, are just a joke. I mean, I still think they're a joke. They're on a 5-0 run in their last five games. They're going to come back to reality, and they're going to come crashing back to reality very, very hard. They're going on the road here against a good coach and improving uh, offense and a good defense. Uh, you know, I just I think they're going to get uh, shellacked here pretty hard. Brett, sell me. I need I need some selling here. I'm not confident in this one. Yeah, I mean, look, Miami's still beat up up front. Pouncey probably out again this week. Albert and Tunsil are questionable. This is the week they need those guys because Baltimore's front seven is really, really good. They're finally healthy. I mean, Miami is so bad against the run, too, and you got Kenneth Dixon here. I think this is the Kenneth Dixon week. He's going to explode for 100-plus yards. Uh, Ravens, Ravens get a win here between two fraud Playoff teams. Playoff race teams. Yeah, these teams are frauds. Uh, man. The Baltimore offense, man. Baltimore is so <laughs> bad on ba- offense. Part of me is sad about this being on the card because I have to actually watch this game. Yeah, I don't like this. This is coin flip tier for me. I think this is a neutral EV pick. I will say I am delighted to see that Ravens minus three is currently at minus 123 on pinnacle so they are juicing the hell out of that and ready to move to three and a half which i mean i have absolutely no idea how miami is going to move the ball here absolutely i I love steve smith in this game too yeah Devontae parker out oh he's one yeah he hadn't practiced that was big for me too and this this offense they're just so reliant on the run and you cannot run the ball on the ravens unless you are the dallas cowboys you can somewhat run the ball but this is a Dallas Cowboys offense that's running for 200 yards a week on everybody else. Praise and they from- come out and struggle to like 130 or whatever against the Ravens. This defense is really nasty. They're going to make Ryan Tannehill throw. And when Ryan Tannehill throws, some of his throws go into DB's chests. So this is going to be on you. I'm looking at you, Ravens DBs. Catch the damn ball when it hits you in the chest. I mean, without Devontae Parker, who's just, you know, can just jump up and catch the ball above anyone. I don't like Ryan Tannehill's chances. I just don't. All right, let's go Baltimore. Hopefully that line gets to three and a half or higher. The next one makes me very happy that it's no. on the card. The Bears. Jesus. The Bears. The Bears. Bears. Dicka. Love this they spot. They did it for us before. They're going to do it for us again. Love this spot. This is get, terrible. Get out of here, nine, Niners. Yeah, seriously. Come on. I mean... Niners I can't believe Brett actually goal. puts stock in the Niners after what they've done to us over the years. They just covered for us. Well, Cap has Cap has Brett's heart. See, listen, they didn't really cover for us as opposed to anyone. We would have picked anyone getting seven points against the friggin' Dolphins. Yeah. Okay. Bam. I mean, that was just stupid. It, to bring up Rich's point, we would have picked Rancho Cucamongo High School. <laughs> That's right. Seven points against the Dolphins. Bama plus seven at Hard Rock. Fire. Oh, Bama plus seven and a half all day. Let's go. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, this is. I wish I had my veto right now. I, I this is. You could have. 
if you fired it correctly. Um, I love this spot. Love this game. I also love, for game theory perspective, absolutely nobody is going to have the Bears on their card. Uh, oh, the Bears are bottom 500 <laughs> yeah, percent this week. Guaranteed. Take it to the bank. Love this spot. Uh, and it's also very on-brand that we have Matt Barkley on the card. The final one is our fourth favorite, which scares, scares the living daylights out of me. Not, there's like no home dogs this week. Yeah, no home dogs. And as noted in the Skype chat uh, a couple days ago, home dogs over the last six weeks are well below 500 at 7, 14, and 3. Which yeah, is, Vegas is burning to the ground. Yeah. Burning to the ground. What did they go? I, what did Vegas go? It was the first eight games. They were 0 and 8. 0 and 8. 0 and 8. Can, I just say, can I just say for the record, I, I, speaking of home dogs, I said in the thread I wanted to discuss the Thursday night game, and nobody was on board with me. You gotta trust I the, love the Vikings. Trust the process. Trust the process. Uh, you guys want to we, we learn the hard way what happens when we don't trust the process. You guys want to know the fifth pick, or do we just want to leave everybody hanging? Is it the Browns? No, just the Cardinals. Let's <laughs> go Browns. <laughs> the Cardinals they can't lose this week. The Cardinals, they cannot. We'll get a half point. The Cardinals were a consensus pick, but no, no. we're going back to the well with the Atlanta Falcons. Rise up! Nice. You guys didn't love the Cardinals? I'm so disappointed. We, I just told you they were a consensus pick. I know. So what the hell? You could have rated them higher than three. You could have put them at two or one. This is, I don't know. I, Redskins. I actually thought you guys were going to hate my Cardinals pick. And then when I wasn't a lone wolf, I was feeling good. I thought we were going to get them on the card. I'm disappointed. Our bubble teams by .25 were the oh, Lions... God. And the Rams. And the Cardinals. I'm surprised Rams didn't get in. And the Cardinals were 0.5 from getting You can blame Rich for the Rams for once. I do. He's the one that that kept a Patriots game off the cart. I just don't want anything to do with Jared Goff in 30 degree weather on the road. Nothing to do with it. Jared Goff is going to win someone a million dollars this week in DFS. No, he's not. Yes, he is. It's going to happen. So, what's the card again? I'm. I I wanted the Rams on there, and I'm really heartbroken that they're not on there. Here's a stat that is not good for this card. We have four favorites. We've got the Jets plus two, Hawks minus six and a half, Ravens minus three, Bears minus one, and Falcons minus four. What do you mean not good? Not on there. Yeah. Where are the Bengals? The Bengals. Well, Mo. Three points. Mo did heroin last night and decided not to Oops. not to put the Bengals on his card. Yeah, the, bang, the Bengals. I had the Bengals line low, but that's only because I don't trust Marvin Eminem for Brains Lewis <laughs> running anything because that guy's just a total idiot. But we're yeah, we've picked fourteen favorites this season, and we are a putrid three and eleven. With Jesus. favorites. Yeah, but now we're giving ourselves more of a shot to get some we're right. Due. We're due. We're due. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I, I feel good. We were split on... We were only split on one game, and that was Giants-Steelers. Brett and I are taking the six and a half with the G-Men. Donnie and Mo are laying the six and a half. Well, you guys are stupid. Mo and I are right. Okay. Well said. <laughs> Analysis at its finest right there. there. You really put the ass in analysis ass there. Well done. You got it. <laughs> I just want to get to three and two and then get a new card. I want a new card in front of me. Yeah. I don't want this card. I don't like it. So whatever. <laughs> I hope your guys' picks are right and mine are wrong because none of my picks are in there. Yeah. No, of- you came into the week saying you hate this card. I'm relying on you guys to carry me. And now which is, you're which co- is perfect. bitching about the card. No, no, no. He's This is perfect. None of No, most- I said... Let's go. Yeah, I no, hope your guys' picks are right and mine are wrong. None, I of, hate it. none of Mo's top five is on the card. And one of his lone wolves, the other side, is on the card. So this is pretty much perfect. It's a perfect scenario for Mo not liking the card. That makes me feel a lot better, actually. I actually <laughs> feel good now. If you guys want to follow these gentlemen on Twitter, you can do so at Brett Colson, C-O-L-L-S-O-N, at Donnie underscore Peters, at Mo Nuwara, N-U- W-A-R-A-H, and I'm at Rich T. Ryan. Best of luck in your betting ventures. Need, need another four-in-one week for the collective. We'll see you next week. Peace. Five and oh. Out.